Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another podcast episode of Mysterious Headlines. Today, we're going to be continuing the conversation on the Harmony Montgomery case. If you have not listened to my previous podcast episodes, if you're new to this case, I highly recommend you go check out the other podcast episodes I have recorded talking about the Harmony Montgomery case. Those will bring you up to speed as to how the case kind of unfolded and what has happened since the start of the case. Now, today we're going to be talking about the timeline of this Harmony Montgomery case. Dory Databay on Twitter has worked tirelessly to put together this timeline of the case kind of from the very beginning till now. So we're going to kind of talk through this timeline and what this all really means. August 25th of 2012 was when Crystal, Sori, and Adam Montgomery began their relationship. January 24th of 2014, so a couple years later, Harmony's father, Adam Montgomery, whose criminal history includes burglary, first-degree assault, and stalking, and which dates back to 2007, he shot Robert Jacobs in the face during a heroin deal in Manchester, New Hampshire. Police were involved in this situation And this has been brought up a few times since the Harmony Montgomery case circulated and came to light. On January 28th of 2014, U.S. Marshals located Adam Montgomery in Manchester, New Hampshire, and arrested him out on an unrelated probation violation warrant out of Middlesex Superior Court. Adam had a bullet wound in his right arm at that time. On or after January 28th of 2014, Harmony's mother, Crystal Sori, was also charged on an allegation she helped Adam evade police, although the charges were later dropped. She was four months pregnant with Harmony at this time. March 25th, or sorry, not, not March 25th, but March 5th of 2014, Adam Montgomery was arraigned on charges of armed robbery and assault with intent to murder and held without bail, but the charges were later reduced. June 7th of 2014, so we're fast-forwarding now a couple months. Harmony Montgomery is born to Adam Montgomery and Crystal Sori. Her birthday is June 7th, 2014. In September of that year, of 2014, Adam Montgomery received a sentence of 18 months behind bars after pleading guilty to lesser charges of larceny, carrying a firearm without a license, and discharging a firearm within 500 feet of a building in an armed robbery during which he allegedly shot a man in the head. July of 2018, so now fast-forwarding a couple years. July of 2018, per affidavit, Crystal Sori lost custody of Harmony in July 2018 to the state of Massachusetts, in part due to a substance abuse issue. Harmony began bouncing in and out of foster care. So July of 2018 is really like a pivotal point in this story of when Crystal Sori loses um, custody of Harmony and she goes into the, into the foster care system. Sometime in 2019, Harmony was last enrolled in school in Massachusetts, but as of December 31st um, of 2021, law enforcement did not yet know which town. They can't pinpoint where in Massachusetts, but sometime in 2019 was the last time she was at school. So um, February 22nd of 2019, Massachusetts DCYF, which is um, Department of Child and Family Services records show that Harmony's mother, Crystal Sori, no longer had custody and Harmony was placed in full custody of her father, Adam Montgomery, 
and Harmony's involvement with the department ended as Harmony does not live in Massachusetts any longer. So they were in Massachusetts prior to February 22nd of 2019. Crystal Sori lost custody of her in July of 2018. Then in February 22nd, 2019, she goes into the full custody care of her father, Adam Montgomery, and they are now in New Hampshire, not Massachusetts. So the DCYF stopped their involvement. Then February 25th, 2019, so just a few days later, Kayla Montgomery has filed a change report with the state and told them that Harmony Montgomery is living with us full time. Harmony was added to their family's welfare account, which added an additional $129 a month in benefits beginning on March 1st of 2019. This does not include additional COVID supplemental benefits that were received. So this is just the welfare. It was an additional $129 a month that they got on their account because Kayla Montgomery, who was now married to Adam, living with him, added a Harmony Montgomery onto the account. And that is why they started getting those payments. But we all know that 2019, or well, into 2020, the government started giving out COVID benefits. So that is not included in this part. About April 21st, 2019, Crystal has a FaceTime call with Adam and Harmony around Easter. This is the one I've talked about before where Crystal tells police it's the last time she sees Harmony and Crystal tells law enforcement that Harmony seemed frightened during the phone call. Fast forward a, about two months, June 7th of 2019, Blair Miller and Jonathan Bobbitt Miller begin fostering Harmony's younger brother, Jameson. From night one in the bedroom, he asked where Harmony was going to sleep. So Jameson, younger than Harmony, they began, Blair and Jonathan Miller began fostering Jameson. And from the very beginning, Jameson was asking, where's my sister gonna sleep? Where's Harmony? Where's she gonna sleep? Between July 1st and July 22nd of 2019, so the next month, Adam's uncle Kevin Montgomery returns to Manchester, New Hampshire after a trip to Florida and sees Harmony with a black eye. He asks Adam how she sustained the injury to her eye, and Adam told Kevin at the time, I bashed her around the house. He then explained that he had left Harmony, who would have been five at the time, in charge of watching her infant brother while Adam was in the bathroom. Allegedly, the baby started crying during that time. Adam returned and found Harmony holding her hand over the child's mouth to stop him from crying. Adam responded by striking Harmony in the face, which caused the black eye. Kevin recalled other forms of abuse discipline during that time frame that raised concerns like Harmony being spanked hard on the butt, being forced to stand in the corner for hours, and Adam ordering her to scrub the toilet with her own toothbrush. Kevin did call the Division for Children, Youth, and Families, DCYF, when this occurred. He said after he reported the incident, his nephew, Adam Montgomery, stopped speaking to him. From the affidavit, um, due to the above facts and circumstances, I believe probable cause exists that Anna Montgomery committed the crime of secondary assault on or between July 1st, 2019 and July 22nd, 2019, and that he knowingly caused bodily injury to Harmony Montgomery, um, who was born June 7th, 2014. So that was when they officially 
charged him. Um, well, since then, they have charged him now for that incident. July 10th of 2019, um, the Manchester police got a call um, for a non-criminal domestic um, disturbance at 77 Guilford Street, Manchester, New Hampshire. Per the police report, no crime, um, just verbal domestic, male and female arguing inside their residence on July 7th, or July 10th, 2019, at approximately 1801 hours. Um, this officer was working in a patrol capacity assigned to Unit 112 while operating a fully marked police vehicle wearing the short sleeve uniform of the day when he responded to the residence at 77 Guilford Street for the report of a domestic disturbance. Upon arrival, he made contact with a female subject identified as Kayla Montgomery. Kayla stated her and her husband were having a verbal argument about normal couple stuff. Kayla advised that they were nat- are naturally loud and when they were yelling, it may have made it seem more serious than it was. Kayla advised that at no point did the argument become physical. Contact was made with her husband and he was identified as Adam Montgomery. The statement given by Adam directly corresponded with the statement given by Kayla. Both parties remained with the fact the argument was verbal and never became physical. Both Kayla and Adam were given advice on future domestic violence. Then August 5th, 2019, so fast forward a few weeks, they get a call again. Um, This time it was reported by a concerned neighbor who was worried about the young child living at this address. She said she thinks the parents are squatting and have no electricity, just a small generator, there's trash everywhere. Per um, the report, they, the police said they have been there several times and have assisted DCYS on check, checking conditions there as well. Everyone in the home, um, everyone is home, generator running, food in the house. They are healthy all as well, still working with Demetrius from DCYF, the family services. Then on the 21st of the 2019, they get another call. Report of squatters in the building. The home is up for auction. There's a generator running and there's trash all over the place. Unknown exactly how many people are in there. Getting numerous calls about this. Tenant Adam is in the process of being evicted. His uncle Kevin Montgomery has been calling in, checking conditions and harassing him. DCYF has been involved as well. So this is all in a short time frame. August 16th, 2019, the Millers, Um, who adopted Jameson, or um, who were fostering Jameson, meet Crystal Sori for the first time and offer to adopt Harmony if the need ever arises. They discuss Jameson's strong bond with his sister and exchange numbers with Crystal, remaining in regular contact ever since. September 5th, 2019, the home at 77 Guilford Street in Manchester, New Hampshire, was owned by Helen Montgomery, um, 78, and Christina... D. Gilarama from 2016 until it was foreclosed on, according to the Hillsborough County Register of Deeds. The property also appears to have been the home of Kevin Montgomery, who again is the uncle. So there was a foreclosure um, put into place um, on that day. Then September 5th, 2019, um, Manchester Police got a call for non-criminal domestic disturbance at 77 Guilford Street. Per report caller says that she is concerned that the dog that is at the address is being abused. When asked about abuse, she hears the people inside yelling at the dog and then the dog yelping and more yelling. Says ongoing problem, says that the dog then gets put outside. 
Then September 10th, a few days later um, of 2019, photos of Kayla and Tabby Scott posted with the caption, Kayla Montgomery, I love you so much. They matched the photos that were also posted on September 23rd, but with no additional photos added. September 11th, the next day, Manchester police get a call for check security at 77 Guilford Street, New Hampshire. Um, regarding um, two fam- male family members having a dispute over property, upon arrival, I con- the police contacted all involved subjects. They were determined to be Adam Montgomery, Kevin Montgomery, Helen Montgomery, and Kayla Montgomery. Adam told us his uncle Kevin arrived at his address with his grandmother Helen and attempted to retrieve personal items from the home. Adam told me that he and his family have paid rent to Helen for several months while she was living in Florida recovering from heart surgery. Adam was upset because Kevin and Helen tried to barge their way in without permission. He, The police officer spoke to Kevin. He told him Adam and his family had taken over the house since Helen had gone to Florida. Kevin said they originally inhabited the upstairs, but took over the rest of the home. Kevin said um, he and Helen only wanted to retrieve some personal items before Adam and his family are to be evicted at the end of the month. Um, The police entered the home with Helen to retrieve the property. While inside the residence, the police observed clutter in every room consisting of clothing and empty food containers. Adam told me although the power had been turned off several months ago due to non-payment, he had a portable generator in the driveway which powered the refrigerator. He could see food and cupboards and the re- he could see food and the cupboards and the refrigerator. Adam explained that the home was running has running water as well. The police went upstairs with Helen where they um, contacted Adam's wife Kayla and the three children. We don't know if this includes harmony or not. Um, all the three children appeared to be clean and fed. Their clothes clothing um, we don't know because it was redacted so we're not um, sure. Um, if this includes harmony or not, but the police report said that all three children appeared to be clean and fed, their clothing was appropriate, and their um, for the current conditions. Although the area was highly dishe- disheveled, it did not appear unsafe. The argument was diffused, and both parties separated after the property was retrie- retrieved. This case was emailed to DCYF um, intake for their review. Then September 18th, just a little bit later, Um, Another call for police, um, report caller lives in the neighborhood at 3 a.m. His wife heard music and a lot of talking. This morning, there's been no movement from the house and the car appears to have been broken into. Said there's pry marks all over the car. We've dealt with this address quite a bit, is what the police said in the last couple months, or the neighbor said they've dealt with his address quite a bit in the last couple months, wanted assistance. September 23rd, there's a photo of Harmony posted on Facebook with Tabby Scott with the caption, no matter what, I love you guys to death. Um, So they um, were like originally posted on September 10th of 2019, reposted on the 23rd. October 1st to November 1st of 2019, um, per the right to know request, it's request submitted by True Crime Verified. All the records, including but not limited to printed documents, electronic documents, emails, or any other form referring to the 77 Guilford Street, Manchester, New Hampshire, the house that Adam and Harmony had apparently been living in. Um, So for the period of October 1st, 2019 to November 1st, 2019, there are no reports or calls for service from anything at that time. No police calls, no reports at that time. 
November of 2019, Crystal Sori, she lived at 3 Chapel Street in Lowell, Massachusetts with her boyfriend Joseph, who states that he had never seen Harmony in person. November 22nd um, of 2019, Boston um, 25's Blair Miller adopted Harmony's brother Jameson on National Adoption Day. The Millers inquired with the DCF about adopting Harmony as well. A caseworker told him then Harmony had been reunited with her father. In November 2019, the Millers reached out to Crystal Sorry and said they wanted to send Harmony a Christmas gift from her little brother, but she told them she was unable to reach out to Montgomery. Then the 28th of 20, November 28th of 2019, Adam told law enforcement that Crystal comes to Manchester to get Harmony, and it was the last time he had seen Harmony. So that's what Adam told the law enforcement, that she came to Manchester, took Harmony, and that was the last time he saw her. Then the next day, the November 29th of 2019, Adam's wife Kayla Montgomery tells law enforcement that this is the last time she sees Harmony before Adam drives her to Crystal's home in Lowell to live with her. Sometime around the Thanksgiving of 2019, a neighbor who lived in the Guilford Street for decades said he went away for Thanksgiving holidays in 2019 and returned to find the family had moved out. She said the house had fallen into foreclosure and Adam and Kayla were refusing to leave and were basically squatting at the home with their children before being finally forced out. Sometime between November 29th and December 6th of 2019, per mother Kayla, Crystal Christina Lubin, in an interview with Jeffrey Hastings on the 6th of 2020, um, states that she last saw Harmony. So this is posted on YouTube. Um, and um, she, Christina Lubin, states that she last saw Harmony. January 12th of 2020, um, Manchester police get a call um, for the 77 Guilford Street home. Um, they report the building is vacant. Front door has been kicked in. Unknown when it was kicked in, didn't appear to be anyone there, but the caller wasn't sure if someone was there or not. Um, that's what the caller reported to police. They went there, the door had not been kicked in, it looked like someone moved out and they left the door open. Um, they apparently said they think it was Adam Montgomery who had been there and was apparently airing it out. There was a very bad odor. Then around June 7th of 2020, which would have been Harmony's sixth birthday, Crystal Sori told the Miller family that she had not been able to reach Adam or Harmony. January 7th of 2021, um, as part of a redetermination process, Kayla indicated to DHHS that her household consisted of two adults, married, filing jointly, four children, three in common, and all claimed as tax dependents. The DHHS caseworker added a note on the paperwork with Kayla seemed confused about whether or not Harmony lived there because she goes to her mom's every other weekend. So this was January 7th of 2021, so about a, a little more than a year ago. March 7th of 2021, Jameson, who has been adopted by the Millers, asks his adopted parents if they can adopt Harmony. I want to call her a Miller too, is what the parents said the, their son was saying. March 21st of 2021, Kayla went to her mother's house with the children due to domestic violence on her from husband Adam. According to the request for a restraining order against Adam filed in July of 2021 by Kayla's mother. June 2021, Harmony's seventh birthday approaching, the Millers are still sending pictures of Jameson to Crystal and asking about Harmony. She tells them she wishes her ex would stop avoiding her. The Millers celebrated Harmony's birthday with cupcakes and saying happy birthday 
still never having met her. In June 2nd of 2021, police wrote they reviewed case management docs from DHHS and Kayla did not make any request or attempt to remove Harmony from her household account until this date and only because an account change report was initiated regarding Kayla's income. During that time, they noted that case management for Harmony was closed, noting client, um, who was Kayla, said she moved back with her mother and to remove her from the case. July 2nd of 2021, Adam showed up outside Kayla's mother's home, crept around her yard, and tapped on her window around 7.45 p.m. July 5th of 2021, the boyfriend of Kayla's mother found a steak knife in the yard where Adam had been standing. July 6th of 2021, Adam's mother-in-law filed a restraining order for a restraining order against him. Kayla was living with her mother at the time. July 29th of 2021, Crystal told the Millers that she finally found Adam, but he immediately blocked her on social media. August and September of 2021, Kayla's mother re- mother's restraining order was heard in court in August of 2021 and dismissed in court by September 21, 2021 for lack of service. September of 2021, Crystal told the Millers she made contact with one of Adam's aunts who told her she hadn't seen Harmony since some point in 2019. Shortly afterwards, she saw Adam posting a lot of his belongings on Facebook Marketplace. September 16th of 2021, the Millers began attempting to contact Adam Montgomery and Kayla Montgomery over Facebook, but no luck. Blair Miller reached out to New Hampshire's DCYF. Crystal later tells him she finally heard back from the agency. October of 2021, Kayla told officers she had not seen Adam Montgomery since late October 21 and claimed he was living in a sober house. He later moved to Maine with another woman. November 18th of 2021, Manchester school officials revealed they had no records that Harmony had ever been enrolled there. Manchester Police Department received a call from a woman determined to be Crystal Sorry regarding her daughter, Harmony Montgomery. Sorry reported that Harmony, who was in physical custody of Sorry's ex, was missing and that she hadn't seen Harmony in over six months. Sorry identified her ex as Adam Montgomery and an employee of Manchester Police Department contacted the DCYF and learned of previous addresses associated with Adam. They checked those addresses but were unable to locate Adam or Harmony. Mid-November was when Kayla last speaks with Adam. A week prior to December 31st, Lauren Smith, Mayor's Craig's chief of staff, confirmed they received an email from an individual stating issues with DCYF and concern regarding a child. They forwarded the information to the police. The um, police opened the investigation after being contacted by DCYF. And then December 27th was when DCYF notified Manchester Police Department that they were unable to locate Harmony and the Manchester Police Department initiated an investigation into the whereabouts of Harmony. Now, that is a lot of information, but I think it's important that we understand this timeline understand where things started all the way from 2012 until now, 2012 being the start of Adam and Crystal Sori's relationship, and where things have ended up now. A lot of interesting information there that we can look at and kind of dig into. Now, there's another um, piece of information that was recently um, discovered that on November 5th of 2019, 
the police were called and he at by at by Adam and he stated his friend Todd Discamonti borrowed his silver Chrysler car and would not return it, would not return his phone calls, and so he made the call. Crystal Sori said she believes that was all baloney, that Adam Montgomery probably stole the car and took um Harmony Montgomery somewhere and then called and made that report to police officers. So looking at all this information, it's definitely heartbreaking seeing how many times police were involved in this situation, how many times police were called to the house, how many times police were involved, and yet nothing seemed to have been done. And it's so easy for us to point fingers at police and at DCYF and say, well, why didn't they do more? Why didn't they do more? And I'm not going to say there shouldn't have been more done because I think there should have been a lot more done. And I think police, you know, should have maybe taken more action. DCYF should have taken more action. But I also understand that this is not the only case that police and DCYF were dealing with. They have a lot of cases, a large caseload. I've heard from social workers from all over the U.S. that talk about their mounting caseloads, 50 plus cases, trying to, you know, manage all of those and not being able to do so appropriately and how difficult that is. And so I think we have to keep that in mind as we're thinking about this case, that that's the situation. But there definitely should have been more involvement, more done with all the involvement that occurred during that time. And how many times do police have to be called on one house and one family in order for them to be able to say, okay, we need to do something about this. We need to do something more. That's a question that I think we need to talk about. But I'm going to kind of leave all of that there for you to think about. Maybe go back and listen and pause at certain points of this podcast to really focus in on some points of the timeline so that we can really kind of hone in on what are those crucial moments in this case of where things things you know went astray and how can we how can we make a change so that this doesn't happen again i appreciate you all for listening please share this podcast out help spread the word about harmony's disappearance our whole goal and my whole goal with this podcast episode is to help find 
Harmony Montgomery help get closure and answers for her family. So please share this podcast episode. Don't forget you can follow me on Twitter at MYS Headlines and always chime in on the conversation there. Thank you for listening.